become. This is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Walters. Holy cow, man. Holy cow. Welcome into it. It's a pre-Friday celebration, cutting it down to the wire. We are pumped up, ready to go with this program. Mark Walters out for the day as he's got some things going on. Yours truly, Andy Hoosier, filling in for the program today, as we always love to do. So we appreciate it again, Mark, for the opportunity to jump on to the program and have some fun. Greg down in the Dallas studio today. Did I make you sweat a little bit? No, man, I've been doing this too long. (laughs) (laughs) Cutting it down. So behind the scenes, man, I, I connect through the program to get all synced up to your system. And, yep. and uh, my computer, right, you know, five minutes before the top of the hour, my computer just keeps saying my web browser's crashing over and over again. And I had to reboot the whole computer. I get logged on 30 seconds before the intro kicks on, man, and we are ready to rock and roll. So, hey, it's, uh, you know what, nothing like live radio. I love the excitement. And now my blood pressure's going. I, yep. I, I was afraid I was going to uh, not <laughs> connect in time. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where you're not doing radio if the host isn't walking in as the show open starts playing. And uh, that's essentially what we did. We had too much time to twiddle our thumbs before the show got rolling with that 30 <laughs> seconds of buffer time. If you had uh, connected it like, you know, 10 seconds prior, it would have been perfect, you know? <laughs> it it would have been perfect. But see, there are two types of talk show hosts. And being, you know, when I was going to the broadcasting school and learning how to do radio and learning how to do broadcasting in general, I've noticed there are two types. There are the ones, like you mentioned, that walk in as the intro starting and sit down and just start talking. Yep. I, I can't do that. I'm not one of those. I have to have my ducks in a row. I have to have my preparation. I have to at least have an idea of what I'm going to do. If I need to fill or banter a little bit, I can. But the guy that I interned for when I was at the broadcasting school, his name was Mike Rosen at an 850 KOA in Denver, Colorado. And he was he was the legend. I mean, he had filled in for Rush Limbaugh a couple of times. Anybody in Colorado knew the name of Mike Rosen. Sure. Uh, he just retired a couple of years ago, actually. I trained under him for six months, and it was the best experience that I had in my entire life. And he's the one that taught me two hours of show prep for one hour of content. Yep. And he was there hours before the show. He was writing down articles. He was highlighting things. He was researching things. When he would walk into the studio, he would carry in. It looked like a gym bag, like a duffel bag for a gym bag that was full of folders and papers and books and everything that he had for his preparation ready to go for the show. Yep. Um, now, obviously, today's a little bit different. We can bring up most stuff on the on our web browsers and our computers, so I don't do as crazy at that. But I, I'm glad I trained under him because you always come in prepared for any scenario, no matter whoever may try to catch you up. And I like being a little bit more prepared than just sitting down as the intro starts. Yeah, no, I totally understand that. And I've worked with both uh, types of hosts in my career, and I've had plenty that were always just walking in as a show open was playing because all of us producers and behind-the-scenes people did all the work. And all we did was just present information to a show host and let them just riff for, you know, two or three hours. And uh, and then, you know, and hope that you can play music bed that they like at some point. And then you move on and hope that you don't get screamed at too much during the show. You can go ahead and wrap up after the show relatively quickly without having to have some kind of a rigmarole of meeting afterwards and then go get lunch. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, I tell you what. Uh, well, if there's anything to learn from in radio industries, that there is a lot of ego from some of those hosts that are out there. They, they are. And, you know, sometimes you understand it, but sometimes you're like, guys, we're all on the same team here. I don't know why you're coming in and throwing all the prep that we did into the blender. You know, just roll yeah. with it. That's what that's what you tell us to do is to produce enough show for you to be able to, to riff for the three hours. Well, here's your three hours of riff and you want to throw it all in the blender. But, you know, again, there's a couple of different hosts and I've worked under, the, like I said, that style and then ones that show up with. And I used to be this guy also early in my career. I'd bring in articles printed out. I'd bring in newspapers in case I was covering sports. I'd bring in all kinds of different things for in case. And oh, I would, yeah, just in case, yep, I would yep. have Phil if I needed it, if I needed to help kind of co-host the show and the politics that was being talked about. I had information there. And obviously, uh, back then I was doing sports as well. And so I would have enough of what was going on in the sports world from the newspaper. And here we go. Let's do a show. We've got a few different piles of everything going on here. 
If anybody remembers listening to Rush Limbaugh, he would always have what he called his stack of stuff. Yes. And uh, that's that's he always had his stack. No matter what, there was plenty of content. You would never run out of things to talk about and say with everything that was going on, which is especially true right now as we wrap up 2022. We get ready for the 2023 agenda. We have our congressional makeup now in Congress. We have the agenda that what they want to try and promote. We have the Second Amendment issues that are going on. There's a lot of things to talk about right now. And there's I mean, you don't even have to go out of your way to do a lot of research and studying and reading hours of newspapers to figure out what you're going to talk about. It is right there in front of you now. I want to try and tie this into Second Amendment issues to a degree, because this is if this is the type of leadership we're going to get, then I'm very disturbed and concerned and reminding listeners, this is not why people voted for the Republican Party to take over the House of Representatives and to almost get us a Senate. Uh, although I'm sure that those in Georgia and Mark himself down there in Georgia, a little disheartened by what happened with the special election a couple of days ago with Herschel Walker. Republicans just didn't turn out. People are trying to blame Trump, trying to blame the Republican Party, trying to blame imaging and the messaging from the Republicans. They just didn't turn out. In fact, there were one hundred and ninety two thousand people less that voted for Herschel Walker in the special election than voted for him in the general in November. So we can pass the blame and throw blame all we want to out there. The fact of the matter is Republicans just didn't turn out to vote in the election on Tuesday. That's the matter. I mean, would you agree? We can't blame anybody else except for ourselves if we didn't show up to vote. Yeah, you got to put your uh, face in the place. And I actually kind of blame the Senate leadership for the Republican Party, Mitch McConnell, uh, for not spending money on a few key elections in states like uh, Georgia and Arizona and Pennsylvania. And uh, and essentially, yes, there was uh, a lot of people to vote uh, that did vote for him, but there was not enough. And I think that was because the message just wasn't conveyed enough. Uh, you know, in order to get those extra 200,000 that they needed specifically in Georgia out to vote for uh, Herschel Walker. I think it would have been a great senator, a lot better than Raphael Warnock. But here we are. I don't know how we have a red state like Georgia and then uh, two blue senators. Yeah, well, here we are. And now we have the leadership make up with uh, Chuck uh, Mitch McConnell, again, is the House Minority Leader. We have Kevin McCarthy that looks like I'm going to go out on the limb and say that he's going to be the Speaker of the House eventually once they bring on what they're calling the radical, you know, outlanders that are not going to vote for him on the conservatives end because he's not conservative enough and how evil they are for trying to disrupt the party right now, which I think is an absolute joke for them criticizing them. But now we have the makeup of the leadership. And I've said this on my show multiple times over the last few weeks that Already, before even the transition has begun, the uh, first testing of Republican leadership is already here. The first testing of their willpower, of their strength, and how much of a spine and huevos they're going to have in this leadership has already been tested, and they're already failing miserably. The first one, obviously, coming out of the House of Representatives today with the military bill, with the Defense Act, where... They're allowing it. They passed it. In fact, only 80 individuals voted against this bill with a total vote of 350 to 80. That would authorize $858 billion into national defense funding. And the one win, the one win that actually comes out of this for Republicans is the just toss away issue that's going to make us feel like, oh, we've done something. Remember, we got to remember what compromise is. We've talked about this before, right? Compromise in today's time is not real compromise. You give a little bit, I'll give a little bit, you get some, I get some, and then everybody's all happy. Compromise today is Democrats say either pass this or else the government will shut down and people will die in the streets and it'll all be your fault. Maybe we'll throw you a bone. Well, guess what? The bone in this bill is the COVID-19, uh, COVID-19 vaccine mandate for the U.S. military and rescinding that mandate for military officials and military soldiers that is the bone they have thrown us that is the one win that we got out of this Hmm. and let me tell you that should that should have been already done that should have been that's cool that's a side issue that shouldn't even be a compromise that's not what we're going to focus on but now we've passed this bill in the house it's going to go to the senate where the senate will pass this again as well where massive amounts of money is going to be spent on other issues than just the military, and we're going to have to take the Nancy Pelosi approach to this to pass it to see what's in it, and it's going to be an absolute disaster. Yeah, and I'm hoping this is the last time 
I don't think it will be, but I'm hoping that uh, with the amount of America First Republicans that were uh, elected, that this will be one of those instances where they are starting to pass bills that they actually read uh, and that they don't just ha- pass and then everything goes into effect. You're like, oh, that was in that bill. Well, that's terrible. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the frustration that Republicans have had. We don't want more spending. We don't want more government control. We don't want more government regulation. We don't want more government control, period. End of story. And in fact, we're so willing to fight against all of that stuff that we are willing to shut down the government and shut it down for as long as necessary. Guess what? We shut down the government during holidays and during weekends and during Christmas and during every time else. And every day after 5 p.m., we shut down the government. We can do that for months on end if we have to draw the line and say, hell no, we want we don't want this stuff. And Republicans just aren't ready to do that. More on this when we come back here on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. 
Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Indeed, it is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Thanks for hanging out today. Andy Hoosier filling in for the great Mark Walters. Always appreciate the opportunity to do so. Love Mark to death as he's out and about doing some personal things and excited to jump on the program for at least hour number one today. I, I would love to do hour number two, but that's the same time as my show, so I can't do that unless, unless we want to simulcast it. Who knows? Maybe one of these days we'll just have to simulcast. I know we've talked about trying to partner up and do a segment on each other's program live at the same time. Um, Greg, we're still gonna have to work on the logistics of that because that would be kind of cool. Yeah, it'd be a great test. Uh, I know we can. I know it can be done. I mean, I've, I've obviously got you here when Mark is here, and everything sounds great. You should be able to uh, pick up Mark on your end, but that would. I think the only problem with that is the logistics of slapback uh, between uh, feeding us to you so that you could have you have us on your end, and so we'd have to work out the logistics so that there wouldn't be any feedback. Uh, on your end, but uh, I think it could be done, and it'd be great. It'd be an awesome crossover segment. I think uh, we'd have a lot of fun with it. That would be an awesome crossover. I love that. So uh, we're going to work on that one. But until then, at least you got me for hour number one, and we appreciate the opportunity. So as we talk about this Defense Authorization Act for fiscal year 2023, the $858 billion in national defense for the nation, look, everybody can agree that we support the military. We want the military to have the resources that they need. This does include a 4.6% pay raise for military service members, along with other things. And we can break down the bill. The reason I bring this up, Andy, what does this have to do with guns? If this is the negotiation ability and strength of the Republican Party right now, I am concerned and scared to death of what our next couple of years are going to look like. The reason Republicans voted for the House of Representatives and to have the majority in the House of Representatives is, number one, I think is because obviously having the smaller districts for the houses, uh, house districts all over the nation, that we have a better representation of the people. And even with the slim majority, it's still a majority nonetheless, because people are frustrated with the way things are going. A 9% inflation rate and the attack on the Second Amendment issues and high gas prices and the supply chain issues and foreign policy disasters left and right. People are sick of it and they want change. And when the bills come about... How strong are they going to stand and say, no, period, end of story? Or is it going to be, well, throw us a bone and we'll consider it? Because that's exactly what's happening here. There are so many bills attached to this act that are non-military. One of them very concerning, which the Democrats have been trying to ram through for a very long time, regarding the amount of money that journalists get paid off of their posts and their articles being shared on social media, essentially unionizing large media against social media to make sure they get their quote-unquote fair share of getting paid. Every time their article gets distributed or gets shared or gets commented on, then they want to be paid by big social media. I don't know why. That's ridiculously stupid. What the hell does that have to do with the National Defense Authorization Act of 2023? It has nothing to do with that, but Democrats have been pushing it for a long time, and this is a negotiation. We'll give you the reversal of the U.S. military's COVID vaccine mandate after destroying the lives of many military servicemen and women across the nation who did not want to get the COVID-19 vaccine if you include this bill into it. And, and yeah. that's just one example. I, yeah, I, I want to add. I think, and I think there might be something being missed here. And this happened in 2012. Um, 
the U.S. government, the what was it, the 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 Ben's Month Act or the Burns Month Act or something to that effect, uh, was passed in the '40s initially to where uh, the press could not propagandize stateside, and then. A reversal of this bill was signed and legislated by the Obama administration, I believe, in 2012, went into effect in 2013, which allowed media and government to collude and to propagandize the United States citizens. And I think that this might be an extension of that because they are essentially propagandists now and they want to be paid by the federal government because initially you'd think, well, what do independent journalists and uh, authors and um, uh, news uh, news authors to say, uh, what are they doing having any kind of uh, tie-in with federal government and being paid by the federal government Unless they're propagandists. Mm, it's a great point. It's a great point. It is. I mean, just imagine how centralized all of this is getting. We try to unionize all of the mainstream media to leave out the independent ones or the obscure conservative right wing bloggers or whatever else they try to criticize us on. They unionize them. They partner it with social media to get paid on social media to distribute their stuff, working with them while all under the umbrella of the federal government with their disinformation governance board that lied to us, by the way, Mm -hmm. about how far along they actually were after nominating certain individuals to run the board while saying that they never even met as a board when we know that was a complete farce and lie because they voted on members to actually represent them and what they were going to do within the administration and that agency so they lied to us all of it in cahoots to try and silence conservative media in some way shape or form if this is the negotiation skills of the republican party you ask what we do and how we tie this into the second amendment imagine when a second amendment bill comes to the floor of the senate or the house what the negotiation is going to look like here, because Republicans are going to find a way to cave. They're going to get a bone thrown at them saying that they got some big victory. That's all they're going to focus on is we got this while we take two steps back and move a half a step forward. This is the concern that we have. And the fact that we only control one of the chambers of Congress, and I've said this on my show many times as well, is even more scary because with the weakling like Kevin McCarthy is, Now imagine with the Georgia race going to the Democrats, they now have a 51 vote majority in the Senate. They're going to pass ridiculous bills, potentially even try to repeal the filibuster to where they could get a simple majority. Hope to God that doesn't happen. But let's say it does. They get a simple majority of of a vote, a radical left wing socialist bill that goes to the House of Representatives. It should be dead on arrival. Sorry, we're not even going to consider it. Not at all. Then you get the pressure from. Uh, all the Democrat hacks in the Senate, you get the pressure from the executive branch with the president and saying this bill has to happen. Republicans, like what Barack Obama used to do, Republicans are refusing to cooperate. Republicans are refusing to negotiate. Republicans are refusing to work across the aisle. Republicans are stagnating the country. They're blocking everything. The, uh, they're the obscurest. They're not doing anything. Putting Republicans in a bad light to where Kevin McCarthy and 10, 15, 20 hack rhino establishment, rhino Republicans will end up supporting the bill to push it over the threshold because we have to do, quote unquote, something. Other Republicans vote no against it to say that they have a squeaky clean record without doing anything more. And it passes. And then we're still in the same boat as before with promoting liberal progressive propaganda. Well, Andy, we've uh, seen this play out before many times, haven't we? Yeah, and I think what you're missing here is they've already passed the bill through the House. It's uh, House Resolution yeah. 1808, and it's sitting in front of the Senate right now, and they are waiting for a vote on it. And uh, this yeah, they, is what we're waiting to see happen before the new Congress takes place in January. Exactly. This has already passed the House of Representatives. And remember, I mean, Democrats are going to try and ram through whatever they can uh, before they end up losing the leadership in the House. But when we do see this transition, we're not going to see a whole lot of difference because the pressure is going to be on McCarthy and the Republicans so badly that Democrats will bully them, will blackmail them, will guilt trip them like none other until a few Republicans cave just enough to override it and get a simple majority in the House. And we're stuck back to square one with Republicans sabotaging and caving in. In because they can't handle the pressure. Got a lot to talk about. We'll shift gears a little bit when we come back right around the corner. It's Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Stay right here.
Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. The 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Indeed, Defender Coffee. Greg, I need a cup of Defender Coffee. So we had our uh, here in the Wichita area where I'm based out of with my uh, cluster of radio stations. We had our Christmas party today. Okay. And it was hosted by, well, not hosted by, but the uh, fine folks over at our Spanish station were the ones that kind of put it on and did a trade out with uh, 
a catering of Mexican food. Oh. And I don't know how many tacos and tamales that I ate oh. today. And, I, dude, I am ready to go into a food coma. Man. I am so full. My stomach is going to burst. And it was the most amazing thing I think I've had in a really long time. Oh, my goodness. I wish we had done that here for Thanksgiving. But we just uh, they catered out a turkey dinner, which it was great. It was good food. Um but, yeah, I wish we could just get some tamales and some uh, tacos and some quesadillas and just have a Tex-Mex uh, Christmas meal. That would be amazing. And we've even got a Spanish oh, station downstairs, too. Oh, man, I love it. Yeah, we had we did. We had the tacos and it was some kind of red sauce pork that was on there for oh, the tacos and the nachos. Yeah. And then, of course, they had the they had I think I had like four tamales that was smothered in hot sauce and and then the chips and salsa that they had. Oh. And then I'm sitting here trying to sip on a Dr. Pepper to keep things going. And I don't even drink soda, really. But, sure. man, I tell you what, my <laughs> I'm going to burst and it was really totally worth it. Sounds like you had the trompa tacos and uh, it was uh uh, the, I don't know about Kansas because essentially Texans don't trust Tex-Mex north of Dallas. And, um, <laughs> and so w- when we sit down, we're very critical. If the chips and salsa are messed up or you can tell that it's bagged chips, like maybe they bought some Tostitos or something and then threw some paste mm. together in a jar, fail. Fails every day. But the next thing you, you judge a good Tex-Mex restaurant on is their sweet tea. If they nail the sweet tea in Texas, this may not apply to your state, but if they nail it here in Texas, you're probably at a really good restaurant. I like that. You always have your ways to tell them whether they're authentic or not. Ours is the salsa. you got to test the yes. salsa to make sure that it's salsa authentic. Up- and, yes, the chips. So the chips, they came in almost like one of those like plastic grocery bags. It was just massive oh, grocery bags gosh, of homemade. just like the their homemade tortilla uh, tortilla chips. And yeah, absolutely amazing. So yeah, kudos to those guys. Yeah, I I love it. And again, I, I don't know how many times I've said it. I'm really happy we have a Spanish radio yes. station. <laughs> the authentic Mexican food that comes through here. Yes. No wonder why I've gained like 10 pounds over the last eight months since we bought that radio station. Such a blessing. Oh, man. <laughs> Always a blessing. I know what I'm thankful for at the end of this year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's get back into it here. So I want to shift gears and talk about some Second Amendment issues for just a second. Here's the headline I saw from Fox News earlier today. Democrats push firearm purchasing ban for people who voluntarily give up their 2A rights. Oh, well. Wait, What? Did I read that right? Democrats push firearm purchasing ban for people who voluntarily give up their 2A rights. Here's what the legislation is. It's for those that may be going through a mental health issue or severe depression or potential suicidal thought where they're creating a program, a government registration program, where if you are in this mindset, you can willingly sign up for the program and the government will put you on the blocked banned list that will not allow you to buy a firearm as they say that's going to stop and prevent suicides caused by firearms. Mm. They put you on does the list. Does this make any list. sense to anybody? Yeah, does this make any sense? Here's what it says according to Fox News. House Democrats on Wednesday advanced the legislation that would establish a friendly a federally controlled list of people who voluntarily agree to be blocked from buying guns. Mm. The bill is aimed at preventing gun suicides, which supporters say uh, is claiming the lives of more than 25,000 Americans a year. The proposal from Representatives uh, Pramilia Jaya, Jayapal, is that her name, from Washington, and John Curtis, the Republican from Utah, a bipartisan bill, would let anyone who fears they might take their own life with a gun to enroll themselves on a list of people who would then be blocked from buying a firearm. <laughs> uh, yeah, because um, you can't get a firearm off the street. If you really want to do right. it, you can't get a, a firearm illegally. And then, you know, do, and, and who cares after you commit suicide? What's it matter that, that A, you committed suicide, which they consider a crime, and B, that you bought an illegal weapon? Who's going to care after the act has happened? This doesn't resolve anything. This just creates this another resolve li- anything. It, it creates another list of people that are disenfranchised from a, uh, a God given right. Yeah, it doesn't resolve anything, and I have questions, lots of questions regarding this. Number one, who would put themselves on a list to say, I mean, right now we're trying to just bring the awareness of saying it's okay to talk about mental health issues. That's the state that we're in right now, right? I mean, when it comes to mental health, it's been such a taboo issue for so long and for so many years that we don't even get to the point of I'm openly willing to talk about these issues. That's why we see issues like 
uh, like Robin Williams, who passed away. No one even knew that he was depressed because they don't like to talk about it. The people that are depressed put a smile on their face in public to where no one knows until they find them when they've already committed suicide. We're at that stage in the nation right now saying, hey, it's okay to talk about mental health issues. When we talk about firearm things, Republicans have been the the ones for years now saying, hey, it's not the gun's fault. It's a mental health issue. Let's talk about mental health problems in the country. Well, Democrats have now taken this and saying, "Okay, let's talk about mental health by saying anyone who potentially has any mental health issues just needs to be banned from owning a firearm or getting a firearm in any way, shape or form. So, of course, taking an issue that is really important for so many individuals to be addressing and to talk about and to take seriously, they've now abused that system, taken advantage of that system like they are, like the succubus that they are, like the vultures and the viruses and the whatever you want to call them that they are, and they've completely abused a progressive discussion about, hey, if you have mental health issues, we want you to come out in the open and talk about this. That's point number one that we're already just in the early stages of talking about mental health. And if we're having a hard time getting people to openly talk about it, who the hell is going to call the federal government or call some agency and be like, um, yeah, Greg, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been depressed for a while. I'm feeling potentially suicidal. I don't know what to do with my life. Can you please put me on a blocked list to go buy a firearm just in case I get the inkling down the road to go get one to harm myself. Who's going to make that phone call? Yeah, I don't know of many people that are going to red flag themselves. And uh, the people <laughs> that do, uh, say you get past your situation and you are able to come out of it. And uh, later down the line, you discover that it's you'd like to have your firearms back. Do you get that exactly. opportunity? Did, and that's I would like that's to, the end all be all, isn't it? Yeah, I would like to add that uh, in the 90s, uh, Tipper Gore uh, who was leading the House back then, if I remember correctly. Maybe I'm remember, cross-breeding names here, but maybe it wasn't Tipper Gore. It was uh, Tip O'Neill. Um, anyways, uh, they uh, passed legislation to where most likely this will end up on the ATF's desks where they do not process restoration of rights applications. So essentially you red flag yourself, and then you have to go back later on and reapply for the restoration of your rights but the ATF doesn't have the man hour funding to be able to process those applications. So it collects dust right next to everybody else that's uh, collecting dust. This is nothing more than the massive government data breach and takeover. And like you said, of banning you for life from being able, being able to get a firearm. I don't know who's going to come out and openly talk about their mental health issues. I really don't know who's going to call the federal government and red flag themselves. And as you mentioned, this is the next stage to the red flag laws. Not only now are you having other people go to the courts and say this person is mentally ill or depressed or angry or going through stuff in their life. Therefore, I think we need to take the firearm away from them because they could harm someone or themselves. Not only is it a red flag law that they're pushing there, they're now pushing it onto the individual to do it themselves and say, hey, if you feel like you're going to be mentally ill in some way, get on this list and we will help you from buying that when you're in that desperate state from getting that firearm. I don't know who's going to do that. But as you mentioned, down the road, when you are better and you have gotten your treatment and you do feel alive again and you want that Second Amendment and that firearm again, what's the threshold for them to say, yeah, you're allowed to buy a gun again? Because once you give the government an inch, they take two miles. Do you really think you're ever going to get that right back? This is insanity. Lots more of this when we come back. It's Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Stay here. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. 
Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown Jacketed Hollow Point Projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey. Who laid down their lives and their fortunes, forging the bedrock of this republic, and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics, Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Back to the show indeed. Andy Hoosier filling in for the great Mark Walters, Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. You can find Mark online at ArmedAmericanRadio.com. Also, ArmedAmericanNews.com. You can check and see all the articles that are going on there. I'm Andy Hoosier. You can find me at HoosierReason.com, H-O-O-S-E-R reason.com just give you a little bit of a plug on my program coming up if you do listen to my show which i greatly appreciate uh, great i love it every time i fill in for mark's show i get a boost in my podcast downloads awesome so love I, to hear it. i'm really happy about that so i love all the listeners that that uh, follow me over and check out my stuff and i do greatly greatly appreciate that uh, coming up on my program today we have u.s senator james langford out of the state of oklahoma that's a good guy and he'll be joining us to talk about yeah he's a great guy i really enjoy him and uh, he'll be talking about some of the latest votes in D.C., including the Marriage Act and the uh, uh, this this uh, defense bill and the uh, continuing resolution that's coming up at the end of next week. So we're going to talk about a lot of stuff on there. Also, uh, John Tamney, as he's going to talk about 
the cryptocurrency and the FTX corruption, which I got to admit, I don't know much about that. But I'm oh, looking wow. forward to chatting with him and learning more about what's going on there as well. So, couple things. Lots of good stuff on the program today. James Langford is, is an awesome senator to talk to. From the producer side, I've uh, produced for a few shows that uh, are real heavy on senators and representatives, and I've spoken to him a few times. And every time he calls in or I call him, uh, you know, depending on what the arrangement is for that day, uh, I'm always like, Senator, how are you today? And most senators will just give you a stock answer. But you can always tell when Senator Langford's actually thinking, like, I'm actually not too bad today. And he'll give you just kind of a frank response. You're like, I love it. This guy gives me just a straightforward, frank response. It's not that big of a deal. Sometimes he'll joke with you a little bit. Very nice guy. I always appreciated talking to him in the the pre-interview screening, typically. Oh yeah, he's a he's a wonderful guy, very personable, and yeah. uh, now obviously since I'm coming from the Wichita area uh, with my show and him just being south of us here in Oklahoma, yep. then yeah, we've gotten to uh, chat with him more frequently, and he's a wonderful individual. So uh, looking forward to chatting with him on my program, which you can listen to on the Opsland streaming app and on some radio stations, multiple different radio stations, and then my show at HoosierReason.com. To wrap this one up here with Armed American Radio, hour number one for the Daily Defense, we're talking about this uh, new bill that Democrats are pushing, which I want to tie into what we talked about in the first half hour with my concern about Republican leadership and will we do the right thing? Will we hold our ground? This new bill that Democrats are pushing, they're not even waiting, man. We're doing the transition here. We had the Republican leadership that's going to take over the House of Representatives in January, and Democrats are not waiting to go after 2A issues after not mentioning a single thing about 2A issues during the entire campaign of 2022 in the midterm elections. Now they're pushing this one to self-red flag yourself and ban yourself from firearms. Here's the more, at least in my opinion, put on the conspiratorial tinfoil hat for a second, Here's the direction we're going to go with this. As they say that they're going to try and prevent suicides by firearms that they say claim 25,000 American lives each year by blacklisting yourself, when do you get off this list or can you ever get off this list when we don't even talk about mental health issues in the nation? When is it going to be the stamp of approval from the government to say, okay, you're allowed to start buying guns again? Then you take it to the next level where the vast majority of mental health issues right now are young adults and teenagers. I mean, isn't it? We have what what was a what was the last state stat I saw? 40 to 50% of teenagers like 13 to 17, 18 years old have battled with depression or anxiety or some type of bullying or some type of mental health issue. Then you tie in as well that let's confuse the young children already as well with their gender and what they actually identify as and all this other garbage that they're trying to ram through and ram down the throats of our children. They're increasing the amount of children that are having the issues that I think they're going to start pushing these kids to self-register or get them registered through their uh, different uh, 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 leaders in the schools, the public schools and their counselors or whoever else saying, you know what, you need to go to this program and register yourself as you're having these thoughts go through your head at a teenage level, starting off an entirely new generation that will be unable to purchase a firearm once they grow out of it, become an outstanding adult and actually go about their life. And then they realize, oh, no, I've been blacklisted from buying a gun because of the struggle I went through in my teenage developmental years which is normal for everybody, but now I'm on the list because my counselor told me I needed to sign up for this government program. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty scary. And a couple that right along with adults that go to seek um, medical professional help and are and are required to do that in order to get the help while they're sitting there right there in the therapist or the doctor's office. So it's uh, they're, they're being... Um, uh, they're having their arm twisted, essentially, like, oh, do you want help? Well, then you're going to have to self-identify on this government list, and then we will consider giving you treatment or starting yeah. your treatment plan. Oh, very much so. And with all the government programs that we're signing up for now, like you mentioned, I mean, wait, let's just look at the young generation for a second between student loan aid or maybe getting on government health care or when they grow up a little bit older and getting on government insurance or whatever the case may be. Is this going to turn into a massive database that if you are signed up for any government program, you are now going to be blacklisted from getting these firearms. Once you allow the government to begin putting you on a trackable list that says you cannot get a gun, where does that stop? Because you know, you give them an inch, they take two miles, that they're going to blow this program way out of proportion and more than what it was intended to be. This is the foot in the door right now, trying to see how far they can push this envelope. And again, it goes back to the Republicans who are, 
willing to, quote unquote, compromise, a.k.a. be weak need and give in to anything Democrats want when they get pressured to do so. This is a bipartisan, and I say that in air quotes for the radio listeners here, a bipartisan bill with Republican from Utah, John Curtis. What the hell's wrong with Utah, man? Mitt Romney, John Curtis, what the hell's wrong with these guys? Run us. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I love Utah. I've never been there, but good golly, like you guys have some really weak need Republicans out there. In a bipartisan support, you're going to get a few more Republicans to get on board with this. I could potentially see this coming uh, coming through into fruition. And then guess what? We have our own self-red-flagged, blacklisted list of those who are no longer able to buy a firearm for the rest of their lives. Yeah, it, it's definitely a very slippery slope. And if there's any question as to government overreach and... Uh, government going way farther than we would allow them to. Just remember, two weeks to flatten the curve. <laughs> yeah, All what are we seeing now? We're seeing we're seeing uh, health officials now saying, "Oh, the tridemic with RSV and COVID in the in the flu uh-huh. all coming up. We might have to lock things down and do mask mandates again for the holidays of 2022." Yeah, just wait till the climate lockdowns are starting to be proposed. And uh, from what I'm seeing, what they're going to try to start doing in England is going to be neighborhood lockdowns, and you can't go into the city because of climate. Oh. The smog's bad in this area, so therefore we're going to lock you down to try and loosen up some of the smog and wait for things to calm down before you actually start your operation again. This is insanity. Look, I'm glad we're having the mental health conversation with this with this bill. We need it. Like I said, we're at the early stages in society after years of pushing to finally say, hey, you're not crazy. We're not going to judge you. Mental health is a very real thing, and it's a conversation that we need to have because we need to stop blaming the gun and having a conversation about mental health issues. And it's a very important one to actually have, but it's something the Democrats are now, like usual, like the sleazy SEC regulated word I can't say jerks that they are, are taking that conversation and saying, fine, let's have the mental health conversation. But as long as you even mention mental health, we're going to make sure you'll never get a firearm again. It's sick. It's pathetic. And it's their new way to control you, to abuse you and to take advantage of you. And with that, I'm all fired up now. So I got to get off the radio. Oh, so, man, there you go. <laughs> lead right into your show. <laughs> yeah, lead right into my show. There we go. Greg, I always appreciate it, my friend. That does it for me today. Anytime. Hour number two of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense right around the corner. Until then, as Mark always says, carry on, carry often, carry absolutely everywhere. I'm at it with my show coming up in a little bit. We'll see you back here on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense another time. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. 
We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012.